This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Oh shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling. David Arquette won the world title. I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The angle of the pole match. Now you're the editor, right? Mankind did it! Chappy Chappy! Beep beep! Goldberg steered Russo out of the cage! I'm from New York. I'll get down right nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Welcome, 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 everybody. My name is Vince Russo, and I am a pathological liar. This is Jerry Lane. You see, I lied right there. I called him Jerry Lane. And this is castrating the marks, bro. And somebody is going to get it today. What is going on, Jerry? How are you doing, my friend? Doing pretty yeah. good. A lot of feedback I had to deal with today about, you know, Bash at the Beach and Vice and all this, that, and the other thing. Uh, the uh, They had me on... Um, serious which this morning busted open i always like doing that show bro dave lagreca is always very 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 good to me bro and that's pretty cool because like dave lagreca like is still really into modern day wrestling and you know i don't think very highly of it so it's cool that you know he can actually be my friend even though i don't think today's wrestling is great uh, Wait a minute, hold on. You're saying there's somebody out there that can be friends with somebody that has yes. a different opinion of yes. wrestling? Believe it or not, yes. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, Bubba was on there, man. I hadn't seen Bubba in a while. He looked great, and I, I swear to God, bro, like M- Mickey James is just so naturally beautiful. Like she rolls out of bed and looks like uh, my God. You know, I, I love, love, love Mickey to death. Bro, he's Lagreca is trying to get that um a twenty four seven, a busted open, and I'm like, bro, if you if you do that, you gotta you gotta get me a spot on there because I maybe, I maybe love, you and Hollywood could do a show together. Yeah, me oh, bro, I bro, I would, bro, I gotta tell you, man, that is getting to be one of the most entertaining uh a tweet threads of the week for me. Her Twitter thread, bro is freaking amazing it is freaking amazing you know bro you know you know what it is i i swear bro i talked we talked i talked to glenn about this today me ben and stevie just talked about it a little while bro you know what it is like bro let, let's face it all, all these dirt sheet bro there's there's no accountability they're, they're all nerds they're all marks and all of that is fine but you know what my biggest problem is, Jeff? I, I, for the life of me, bro, we know Tony Khan does the scrums because he he wants the, the, the dirt sheets. He wants them to love and adore him. We know that. Okay, so that's understandable. As Al says, look at me, look at me. Look that's- at me, look at me. Bro, for the life of me, I cannot understand why the WWE and Triple H – 
let these people in the building. I, bro, li- literally, bro, it would be like, okay, you know, the, the, the Giants have a game tonight and Vince Russo, who does a podcast in Colorado, is going to be on the post game and ask questions. I mean, that, that's what it's like. I mean, like, that's seriously. a good point. Yeah, but it's I not can't... like they're just interviewing them like a fan podcast because, you know, people will do that. They'll go on fan podcasts for interviews, but this is actually supposed to be a press conference. Bro, what do you think this gets the WWE? Like, what? Is, I don't understand. What does it get them? I don't know, and I remember we've talked about it's very surprising with Vince McMahon back that it's still going on. Figured he would have shut that down. Like, what the hell is this? Why are we paying for this? You know, <laughs> like especially Rowan, the first line. Congratulations on the victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's trem- I, I, I don't. That's 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 what's very wrong with this picture. Not that these marks carry on like they do. They're freaking marks, bro. But the fact that the WWE acknowledges these people, like that's 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 whacked. All right, bro. What uh uh any shout outs this week? I do not. What about you? I got a nice gift from uh the chief. Uh the chief sent me a nice album, which was very, very nice. And even though, bro, let's be honest, bro. The Chief plays this thing every Tuesday where he bets X amount of dollars on somebody who's going to hit a homer. So at the last minute, last Tuesday, he rang me up. Vince, give me a name, give me a name, give me a name, give me a name. I said, bro, Alfonso is so overdue. Alonzo is so overdue. He is so overdue, bro. Alonzo. Bro, Alonzo hit two homers that night. So because of that, Chief sent me an album, which was very Now, very does nice. he get double because there was two home runs? No, he did not. Oh, he did that not. sucks. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I made him a little money. He sent me uh, an album. That's how this shit works, Jeff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Jeff, I just, I'm, I'm, I, I swear, bro, I just wish you could have, I know you didn't get to see um, the Dark Side of the Ring. Bro, I got to tell you, Jeff, the lighting on Dave Meltzer. Bro, remember this story when you were a kid? I I know I'm older than you, but there was a story when I was a kid about this little, about a troll that lived underneath the bridge. You know what I'm talking about? You got to pay the troll toll. If you want to get into that boy's hole, you got to pay the troll toll to get in. I remember something about that. Bro, I don't know if it's Dave Meltzer looked like about. the troll under the bridge. <laughs> bro, the lighting, the lighting on Meltzer, bro, showed every crevice and every bump and every, oh, my God. Jeff, I got a picture of it, but for some reason or another, I tried to share it, and I can't I can't share it for some reason or another. Well, StreamYard is probably afraid it will break the server. Bro, I, it, bro, it was, he, he had to be looking back at that saying like, why in God's name did you light me that now, bro, don't get me wrong. Like I'm looking at myself too. And I'm like, my God, bro, you, you have aged so much, but he looked like yeah, bro. HD does wonders in the opposite effect. A lot it of times really does. Us, you know? It really, really does. All right, bro. Maybe he'll make it up on this show. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe he'll, he'll say something good on this show. Let's, let's castrate some marks. I want to start off with an email from listener, Greg O'Grady, who has a theory 
on our clip last week when Tony Khan stopped and paused to drink the water and we thought, you know, he's faking crying or maybe a fly went in his mouth, whatever it was, right? (laughs) So he has a theory about this. He says, everyone says he is on Coke. I know from my youth, not anymore. He made sure to say that, not anymore. Sometimes when you snort it, a bit gets stuck in your nose, and after a period of time, it <laughs> drops down the throat unexpectedly, and you can feel it, and you need a drink. Just a theory. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, I, 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 w- I wish we had the clip to look at it all over again with that theory in mind. Bro, see if you could pull it up. And then and then read read Greg O'Grady's uh, theory again, bro, because that would be very very interesting to look at it with that in mind. Was this this was it, right? Okay, here we go. Okay, now now read Greg O'Grady's thing first. He's saying sometimes when you snort cocaine, it get a little bit gets stuck in your nose, and after okay, a period, that makes sense. That makes after, sense. Yep, after a period of time, it drops down the throat unexpectedly and you can feel it and you need a drink i think was waiting for mark davis to get cleared from his knee injury we haven't really talked at all about the new ring of honor world tag team champions i thought that four-way match was excellent excellent match and holy shit bro wait a minute that sheds a whole new light on wait that's it Greg, that is it. <laughs> Jeff, play it back. That is it. 100%. He did a gulp. If you guys are oh. listening on the audio, he gulps like he swallowed something. That is it. I was waiting for Mark Davis to get cleared from his knee injury. We haven't really talked at all about the new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. I thought the four-way match was excellent. Excellent match. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jeff. You're good at freezing it. You gotta capture that moment with the bullfrog cheeks. You gotta capture the moment, Jeff. Ah, right <laughs> Bro, that's it. That is it, Greg. You are right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, bro. That is it. Because it, it came just out a, of nowhere. Just a theory, a cocaine theory, bro. It came out of nowhere. The, the we never saw a fly fly into the mouth, no, so you didn't. can eliminate that. Holy shit, bro! I think that's it. That's amazing, Greg. Thank you, man. What <laughs> insight! All right. Well, speaking of the tribal chief, Darren Ellington, who you mentioned earlier in the show, love the chief. Thanks to him, we have some breaking news from Dave Meltzer. Hit the hit the roadcaster because we got oh some breaking God. news on, from Dave man. Meltzer. Hold on, bro. <laughs> All right, Dave, are you there? And I'm not a, I'm not that color. You know, I'm not black. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, I asked him for context at the time of this recording. He hasn't sent it in because I don't even know if he knows the context. Whoever posted this video posted it out of context, obviously. But oh my! You know, and I'm not a, I'm not that color. You know, I'm not black. <laughs> oh, that color, bro. I mean, come on, man. All right. You have discussed in the past these stupid sites. We see them all the time. So-and-so is worth this amount of money. Like yours is some ridiculous number, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, well, if if I'm worth that, where's the money? Where's the money? Yes. Well, check this one out. That was sent to us by Daniel Frank. And I will read this for those on the audio. Nick Houseman. 
Net worth is $16 million. <laughs> what was this on? One of those sites. One of those celebrities. Bro, let me, let me tell you something. If Nick Houseman is worth $60 million and he's doing what he's doing, like something is seriously, seriously wrong here, bro. You think he could have made uh, $60 million as that uh, Pevin guy? It's possible. It's possible. But, yeah, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, no way. Is somebody messing with him? I don't even know how you get information on these sites because they're right? all, like, clickbait sites, you know? And I'm like, all right, well, I guess there's a small possibility maybe his family is loaded, right? Why would he have worked for WrestleZone and Wrestling Inc.? And all that stuff. If he had all this money, he would have just started his own thing in the first place. He doesn't come across this sort of sixteen. Yeah, but where dollars. where would this come out of, bro? Especially, bro, we we see his office where he does his show. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is just bizarre that this is out there. So if anybody can find more information, I it. would love. Hey, man, bro, listen. If 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 uh, Jeremy Piven over there is worth sixteen billion, I'm gonna start buttering up to him, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me, man? It's not even like if it was worth one million, we'd be saying the same thing. But sixteen, Ronaldo. All right. Well, you asked for Mike Johnson. We do have a All Mike Johnson right. clip. Yes. Who sent this in? The House of Imbeciles. Hallelujah, man. Hallelujah. You see, bro, if, if House of Imbeciles is getting this, then it's it's out there. It's out there, bro. So he's talking about you. Yes. For all the stuff he's talked over the years, when I was standing right in front of him at a convention in New York because Bill Apter was at the same table as him, and Bill Apter called me over and went, Mike Johnson, come here and talk to me because I love Bill, and Bill's a great guy. What did Vince do? He sat there looking on his phone. Look, I mean, if he wanted to say something to me, the guy towers over me. He could have said something to my face then. Bro, he do, chose you not think, to. do you think I even knew it was him? Like, I'm thinking of how long this long ago this would have been, right? When's the last time you've been to a convention in oh New York? Oh my god, this was way before the when the one I went with you. Oh, bro, bro, I guarantee you. See, see, see. He he's assuming a lot here. Like, first of all, he's assuming I heard Bill Apter even say that, and he's also assuming like at that time. I even knew who Mike Johnson was. Bro, I really, I'll be honest with you, Jeff. I really didn't know who Mike Johnson was till that that TNA incident. Yeah, I'm assuming this was after it, but I don't even think you knew what he looked like till people started sending us pictures on this show. I would have, first of all, bro, I would have never known what he looked like. And so you think, wait a minute, let me get, okay. So, bro, I went back to consult there. Like 2013, 14-ish or something? Somewhere around there, So yeah. you think this is after? I, I didn't do any conventions after that. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I'm listening to this, and I'm like, all right, you probably didn't know it was him. And if you're playing on your phone, you're not paying attention, right? And, and, and bro, like, and why would you start a confrontation like, you're not hostile towards the guy. I'm not hostile towards the guy. And, bro, to be honest with you, th- there's no way it could have been after that because, Jeff, the only convention I've ever been to since it, literally since then is the one with you. I don't do them, bro. That wasn't in New York. Yeah, exactly. Unless so. you went to one you don't remember, but 
Yeah, what, I, what, I what, what, at the time. Like, like Siri. So, I mean, what is he implying? I'm afraid of him. No, that you could talk about him. I get, you know, in his words, you can talk about him. However much stuff you've said, but then when he was there in your face, he didn't say anything. But, but we 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 don't talk about him. We make fun of him. I'm so, and I'm assuming that's before this. Sh- we didn't start this show till 2017. Yeah, I don't think he went. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think he went to. Well, bro, I, 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 I can, I, I can tell you guys this without a shadow of a doubt. I don't. I'm not saying the guy's lying. I'm saying I don't remember that at all. And guys, you freaking know me. Jeff saw me with, with Lance Storm, bro. You guys freaking know me. If 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 Chris Johnson walks up on me. And I see him walking up on me. First of all, bro, I'm going to make a joke because I'm not going to be in. Obviously, I'm not going to be intimidated by Mike Johnson. Second of all, I'm not going to want to fight Mike Johnson because I got no hostility towards the guy. Would I make a joke? Absolutely. One thousand percent. So I Jeff, knowing me, I was probably totally oblivious you know how Shara talks about oh well the one time uh, i had a conversation with vince russo that like i have zero recollection of it was probably one of those moments bro where like i was totally not even aware who he was that he would like come on bro give me a break all right, let's go to a fightful tweet sent in by the green guy. So we know Cody Rhodes has talked about going back to WWE. or, or, or He wants to finish the story. He wants to win the title. That's his thing, finish the let's story. Finish the story. Yeah. Right. So fightful puts out this article. Cody Rhodes has finished the story of the new Legend of Zelda game. And they write an article about him beating the new Zelda game. Oh, my God. Uh, did, did Sap write it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's 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 a news horsey. That's an, I read about that all the time. About my uh, just today, bro. I read Bryce Harper beat a uh, Super Mario Kart, bro. Did you read that story today, Jeff? I missed it. I'm sure it will pop up in my feed later. <laughs> what a bunch of fools! They're just they're foolish, bro. They're foolish. <laughs> all right, let's go to Nick Ronaldo Piven Houseman. This was sent in by Gabe Tuff, and this is the opening to one of his podcasts. Welcome into House of Wrestling, everybody. It's me, Nick Hausman. Come on and take your shoes off, take your hat off, take your coat off, take off literally whatever you want. If you want to go down to your skivvies and come into the House of Wrestling, you are welcome to do that. Come on in, drop your stuff off at the kitchen room table if you brought some snacks, and come on into the living room because sitting here fireside today talking all things professional wrestling is our good new friend, Muscle Man Malcolm. Malcolm, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me here today. Dude, it's an honor to be on this show, man. You're one of the greats. I get to talk to a legend in the uh, industry. I'm with what, what, a what legend a, in the what, industry. Why do people that. feed him that, Jeff? Why, yeah. why do people feed him that, bro? A legend in the industry. I don't know yes, if I'd sir. go that far. Please don't I blow that. that. No, don't, don't blow that much smoke unless it's the good stuff. Uh, yeah. Malcolm. Oh, my God. <laughs> he eats that stuff up, dude. Oh, my God. But, that I mean, this guy probably really thinks that, you know? Yep. Jeff, see if you could share this that I just put up there. Look at that, bro. That 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 it's was very on the blurry, show. Though. It's very blurry. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, now it's good. Okay. Look, bro. 
<laughs> mean that that should read mean Dave Meltzer. Look <laughs> at him, bro. You, bro, th- this is outside. I'm talking about the the lighting when he was sitting in a chair. But this gives you like a little a little taste, bro. Look at the hair again, bro. Look at the hair. Come on, man. Oh God. People and think I, we, we hate these people. This stuff is hilarious. That's, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, some bro, I just did the chat with Ben, Ben, and and, uh, and uh, Stephen. The guy saying, "Oh, bro, you're 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 you seem so frustrated. What, what are you people talking about, bro? So, bro, people, I think some people want to believe we hate these people, and I don't know why you want to believe that." Yeah, and anytime we just had it with Houseman recently, but we've heard it from others over the year. Vince Russo hates me, you know. I mean, bro, can you imagine? Johnson seriously. said it in the past. I remember Johnson saying it. Bro, can you imagine I'm at a convention and I look up and Nick Houseman is there? Like, are you freaking? Yeah, I, you would want a picture. <laughs> I would. I would hug him. I, I would want a picture. I would thank him. Like, are you kidding me, bro? I wish I had video of when we did see him at a convention. I don't know if you were still there with me. You may have walked off, but he was fake wrestling somebody on the carpet and hitting each other with trash cans. I did not see that. Yeah. I like, I wish I would have known this was going to happen eventually. And I would have filmed that long ago and saved it. (laughs) Bro. We may have to go. Listen, man, who knows? We'll see. We may, you and I may have to go to a convention (laughs) with, with a camera that all of these people are at. We, we might just have to do it, Jeff. Yeah, we might have to bring some bodyguards, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you remember Alicia Atut, right? You went on her show. Yeah, Alicia Atut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, She's one of the most uh, entertaining, in my opinion, interviewers out there. She did some stuff with MLW. She does a lot of online social media stuff. Well, we're going to go to a couple of her tweets sent in by J12. I got to trash her now? No, we're not trashing her. Okay. This was sent in by J12, SJ Dub Gimmick, and Frank Tesh. So first, she puts out. This tweet, the body odor in this <laughs> arena tonight. <laughs> oh, body, my God, bro. The body Wait, odor in this. going to say a fake account. No, it's not. It's not. The, the body odor in this arena tonight is putrid. So I'm oh like, all right, where is she at? You know, oh what, what is she God. talking about? Yeah. So a few minutes later, she puts out this tweet. <laughs> her sitting at AEW, so that's exactly oh my God. what she was talking is it, about. Bro, is, bro, can you imagine? It, it's It's got to be that bad that she's tweeting about it. Yeah. Bro, I, that, I, that, listen, I've never walked around a place and just smelled B.O. I'll get close yeah, to the person. I mean, bro, like, that, that, that's like she's sitting there and, like, can't breathe. Yeah. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable. I get people go out in public like that. I... It, it's a wonder wrestling doesn't normally attract women like her because when they go there, this is what they smell. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's horrible, bro. Yeah. But it was hilarious that those tweets were back to back. You like that, don't you? I do. Jerry? I do. I, I died. Yeah. I died at that. Yeah. And she's made comments about that before about deodorant and wrestling fans and oh stuff. She, she doesn't God. hold back. It's oh. hilarious. All right. Well, Hollywood has a serious problem on her oh, hands, Vince. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm really starting to enjoy her videos. Like, they're entertaining to me. <laughs> like, again, we don't. You killed it. You, you killed it for me when you gave me her real age, though. That I didn't. Uh, that was a listener that gave, gave that, me. That, that killed it for me. Yeah. Well, this was sent in by Gabe Tuff, so she does have a serious problem on her hands. 
Oh, shit. I just realized something. Fudge. Okay. Damn it. All right. Why didn't I realize this sooner? It's my job. Um, Dang. All right. So I don't know how we're going to do. I need to figure out. Oh, my God. Because I need to. T- I don't want to miss Collision next week, guys. It's a really good show. I don't want to miss Collision. But I got to do the SummerSlam watch along. So I don't know. I'm, I might do like a, I'll figure it out, guys. I'll figure it out. But I feel bad because since SummerSlam is the same day as Collision, and I'm not going to be watching Collision live because I can't watch two shows at the same time. That's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I, 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 I don't know anymore, man. I just, I don't know anymore, bro. This is entertaining to me. Like, I mean, the way she starts is off like, oh, my God, what happened? You know, like, what's going on here? Can you just not DVR it and watch it when the other thing's over? <laughs> is Collision that big of a deal? <laughs> I understand if you got to do a SummerSlam review. That's a big event. But a weekly Collision. <laughs> and I'm wondering, like, is she saying that so people at AEW that pay attention to this stuff? Why didn't you watch Collision live and bro, do a watch along? Bro, here's another thing. Are, are we being worked? Like, is she putting on a whole act? Because it's look, possible. It's think clearly about this possible. For a second. I mean, you I thought about that about other guys in the past, and you said no way in hell. But again, she could be. Think about this. We had no idea she was 31 years old. Right. She's not acting like she's 31. She's acting like a bubblegum you know, loves Donny Osmond person. We said that's the type of content she should be making, those teeny bopper videos, you know, Hollywood stars and bands and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. She may be working us, bro, because that's too, like, come on, really? Come on. (laughs) Well, not only is she working us, she's working her fan base. Yeah. I I mean, that that, that very well could be, because the impression she gives out is the impression she may want to give out. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm saying. I'm not a grown adult woman. Yeah. I'm young and yeah. I'm goofy and yeah, yeah, still entertaining to me. Yeah, let's go to a Dave Meltzer tweet. Now, this really says a lot. This was sent by the green guy because this answers, I think, some questions we've had because I don't doubt that he's telling the truth at all. I think it also leads to a bigger problem in the industry. But somebody asked or somebody said to Dave. A five-star match in $4 will get you a cup of coffee at Starbucks. So Dave replies, got some people seven figures a year. Wow. Well, and I believe that 100%. Yeah, bro. Bro, listen, there's no doubt you could say whatever you want, but obviously it's been established. We, we, We don't know how that is of late, but at least early on, he had a pipeline to Tony Khan. And bro, if if Dave Meltzer was saying Tony, you got to hire so and so, I I mean that's yeah, bro. I I don't think that's very far fetched at all. No, and I think that answers the question of why do these people care about Dave Meltzer's star ratings so much? Because the people at the top are paying people based on them. That might be the answer we've been looking for that we never even thought of. Yeah, and 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 there's uh, there's much validity towards that. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Bro, he could have. Bro, he could have been telling Tony Khan at the beginning. Ah, bro, you got to hire Kenny Omega. Then he could be on the phone with Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega could be saying, ah, "Bro, how much money you think I should ask for?" Then he could have went back to Tony. Ah, bro, you got to give him this much. That is one thousand percent possible. 
And who knows, bro? Maybe he was getting a kickback. Yeah. Seriously. It, it right? could be an entire industry. You, right. However much contract you get, if I give you good stars. Think about you, it, bro. Wow. Interesting. I, I mean, okay. We, we've seen, I mean, there's definitely, this is all theorizing, of course, but all right. With that in mind, now look at the table and the charts that people put out there of how many five-star matches AEW has had compared to WWE in the past and Ric right. Flair and, and all the greats, right? Right. Well, okay, well, if he's making money off of giving people five stars, that suddenly makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, bro? If he is good for him, bro, that would shed such a different light on it for me. If I learned tomorrow that people were paying off Dave Meltzer – he would be over with me like Siri. Holy shit, bro. If they're paying you, I you're over with me now. A match where Kenny Omega gets dropped on his head. Got how many stars? Yeah. Why? You know why? Yeah. Very interesting. Very they just interesting. signed. They just signed new contracts Yeah. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Omega did. It's possible. Just yeah. a theory. We yeah. have no proof. Yeah. All right. Let's go to a Ronaldo Piven video. Actually, Ronaldo Piven in action. And this was sent in by John. I don't know if this is from the same federation where he did the oh, uh, the the um, Juliet stuff. I, I don't know what this is from. The one who cut the promo on Al. I don't know, but check this out. Smoking a cigarette, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's got to look cool. You should have seen it. We embarrassed that Ashton again one more time. I am so glad I got that little wimp out of the elite. I mean, he is a loser. He's beyond the... He's going to have to call you back. Listen, Pivot. This is like a bad adult film. (laughs) This is like the guy's half naked. I don't know what's about to happen here, but I'm thinking this is a really bad porn film right here, bro. Months of torment, kicking me out of the elite, and costing me my only title shot at Pro Wrestling Blitz. Why should I not sit here right now and kick your ass? Okay, listen, Ashton. Let's make a deal, okay? okay? What kind of a deal? What can you offer me that I haven't been already been offered? Look around. There's nobody here to prevent me from beating you up. Where are you gonna go? I'm not. Okay, look. I'll give you. I'll give you exactly what you want, okay? I'll give you exactly what you want, Ashton, okay? Which is. I'll let you beat me up, okay? okay. Wrestle Fest in front of the whole. In front of the whole Blitz universe and in front of the locker room. All you gotta do is. All you gotta do is. You gotta beat. You gotta beat, beat. You gotta beat one person, Ashton. One guy next month. You do that, you can get me in the ring. Alright. Sounds like a plan. See you at WrestleFest. Doesn't Ashton care who it is, bro? Is Ashton not gonna ask who, bro? <laughs> <laughs> look, look at him stumbling away. Now, bro, would this would this qualify as I, I some of the great work he did is Ronaldo? Yes. B- 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 hold on, let me. Look. Yeah, I mean, I know he probably didn't write that, but phenomenal writing. Yeah, yeah I'm going to beat so you the, up right now. Oh, well, how about if you beat somebody in a match, then you can beat me up? Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> and not not even who, bro? Yeah, yeah. like he could because could he have stopped him from beating him up right there? That was <laughs> awesome. That was tremendous, bro. <laughs> tremendous. You guys finding this stuff. And why is the guy not wearing a shirt? Yeah, because he's a wrestler, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Who sent that in? John. John, that is freaking awesome, John. Thank you. All right, let's go to Dave Meltzer. 
This was sent in by Gabe Tuff. He's on some podcast. It's not his. And Stu? No, it's not Stu. I miss Stu. Nick, the house has got to go back on Stu. Nope. They're talking about G1. Sonata against Shingo. Um, in, the, in the final. So we're talking, is, is this this is the quarterfinals? This is the quarterfinals. Man, it's hard to beat uh, Sonata in the quarters. But I think that's a great win for Shingo. And, of course, sets up um, Sonata and Shingo for a you know, big show in October, November. So I say Shingo. Okay. Round two, Okada versus Zach Saber Jr. Wow. Oh, boy. I can't um, believe I mean, I, this I, I, conversation I, is going on, bro. I cannot believe this. This is scripted wrestling, guys. Scripted wrestling. I cannot believe this conversation is going on, bro. And the guy in the top left goes, oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Oof. Um, I mean, I, 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 I just feel that Okada is not the champion. And while it is certainly repetitive for him to win this tournament, um, you know, you're, you're talking about Wrestle Kingdom main event at a time when, you know, it's not guaranteed 40,000 or even 25,000 people. And you really want the guy who can give you the 25 to 30. God, bro. The three, three grown ass adults, man. Like that is crazy. I got to hear the old boy one more. Okay. Round two, Okada versus Zach Saber Jr. Wow. Oh, oh boy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro. All right. Well, I got this interesting uh Dave Meltzer quote from Jack Nicholas, and I, I verified it on the he's again on somebody else's podcast, McGuire on wrestling, but I couldn't figure out how to download it because it wasn't on the normal platforms I download stuff from. So I am gonna read it. I think I saw this, but go ahead. Meltzer said, We're in a boom period. Yeah, I read this, yeah. And it's kind of weird that some people don't want to accept that we are. But we are. Not just for match quality, but we are for popularity. It's not the biggest. It's not as big as the late 90s, and it probably never will be. But since the late 90s, it's as big as it's probably ever been. Certainly, there's been no number two at this level. To some people, that's a big thing. But to me, that's a great thing. Just because something is more pop is the most, let's say if that, I don't know if that's true. I, I don't know what numbers he's going by, but let, let's just say, okay, wrestling is at the most popular it's been since the nineties. That doesn't mean it's a boom period. That doesn't mean it's popular in general. Let's say I was a streamer doing 50,000 views a stream five years ago, right? The next year, I'm, I do six, then seven, then eight. Well, this year, I did 10. So I'm the most popular I've been since I was doing 50,000. Yeah. But I'm not in a boom period. I'm not popular. So yeah. this logic doesn't make sense. Even if true, just because it's the most popular it's been since the 90s doesn't mean it's a boom period. Bro, you know what's interesting that I was talking about with those guys that I, I don't understand either? Uh, well, I, maybe I do understand it. That, bro, you know how, you know, AEW is so revered by the marks and they've made it their own and this, that, and the other thing, bro, people, for whatever reason, were like 
rooting against TNA. Yeah, like, you, th- you you see that you saw that a lot. Why? Because of me? Because of Dixie? It's a good question. Because a lot of their favorites, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, those guys all worked there. But yeah, they would talk shit about them. The dirt cheat guys, Meltzer, all those guys. That's that. That's what's re- and the, and and we were doing two million people a week, bro. Yep. That's what's really, really, really odd about that. It's like they would rather you fail than the business have a healthy company. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Let's go to a Nick Houseman tweet. This was sent in by the green guy. So he quotes his own House of Wrestling Twitter where they say the elite reportedly expected to resign with AEW. So Houseman says AEW has something really special going on with Dynamite and Collision. I'm happy to hear this. Bro, they all believe everything they say they believe. Meltzer believes this is a boom period. You know, Houseman believes like this is, you know, you like they believe we we've got to take that into consideration when we do this show. They honestly believe the things that they say. They honestly believe it, bro. There's no there's no reality. There's just no reality. How how can you not look at AEW and how can you not say, okay, bro. October is going to uh, October dynamite's going to be on for 4 years. And in those 4 years the reality of the situation is they've not raised the ratings. Like how could you not say that Jeff? It's like the the Bills play 500 ball for 5 years in a row. Like you would look at the team and say, "Well, bro, they've played 500 ball 5 years in a row." They're probably going to play 500 ball. Like, I, I, there, there's just reality missing from the way they view the business. I think that's what it really comes down to. Yeah, and I'm sure part of it plays into kissing the ass. You know, right. they, they got to suck up to these people. Right, right. I just imagine, obviously, you never would write the style, but if you were writing these shows – they would be burying the shit oh out of you. Oh, my God, bro. Are you kidding me? Are the you stuff that me? they do with the blood and the ridiculous things and stuff that doesn't make sense and nobody's watching. You think they would give you the pass if you had those kind of numbers and products? Bro, remember when Joey on? Ryan came down with all the dicks? That was AEW, bro. Oh, that wasn't that the all-in? That, that was yeah. – no, that was the – that was pre-Tony Khan. I think that was the Bucks and Cody show. Oh, was it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, but still they put that shit over. Right. But Viagra on a pole, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. It's such a double standard. Yeah. Well, we're gonna stick with Ronaldo Piven Houseman. This was sent in by Gabe Tuff. Surprise, surprise, I know, but he is discussing his favorite topic, CM Punk. Again, I point to the punk comments, the big black X over that E. Cabana back on BTE. This is not a done deal. This still comes across a very tenuous situation to me, Malcolm. Yeah, you should just ask CM Punk that question to see how. Hey, baby. We're about to go to, hey, we're going to run it back. It's a year to the day. Me, Punk, I'll be trying to sit front row. All in is about a month away. Yeah. Or all out is about a month away. Let's do it. Bring your muffins. Bring your spindrift. Well, let's have a party. 
Let's have well, a good- I, I went to that muffin place too. I was like, ha, he got yelled at for this. Like, <laughs> uh, craziness. Let's run it back ourselves. He knows the date. He knows the date. It's exactly one year. So if Tony Khan is hearing this, obviously we know Tony Khan doesn't really make smart decisions a lot of the time when it comes to these scrums. Here he's Houseman saying, I want to do this again. I want to be in the front row with CM Punk. You if if Tony Khan lets Nick Houseman anywhere near this, if CM Punk is going to be on the scrum, he's a complete idiot because that's what the focus is going to be of the marks. It's going to happen again. See, bro, he, his way, his way, Houseman, he, he, his way, here's where they really are marks. Here's where they really are marks because if Houseman really had a brain, obviously he wants to be in the wrestling business. We see that by Ronaldo Piven. Obviously, that's what he wants to do. But what he should be doing, bro, honestly, is, bro, pitching something to Khan. Pitch something to Tony Khan that I say something at the scrum. Punk knocks me out. I sue Punk. Like, do, do. But he's he rather than try to do business, bro, and try to find a way into the business, he's fantasizing about Punk confronting him again. Okay, bro, say for argument's sake, Punk confronts him again. What does that do for you, bro? Like, uh, it, it gives you something another, to talk another, about on your podcast? Yeah, another moment. He's gonna right? what, moment. what does that do for you? I mean, freaking pitch Tony Khan an angle, man. I mean, we've seen he hired that one guy from Fightful. I'm sure right. he'd do it. Why not? <laughs> and then... That would be gold for us because you know Houston would over. Oh God, bro. Oh, I, yeah. I, I I doubt Punk would even want to participate in something like that. You know, <laughs> uh, too funny. All right, it is time for the closer. Thank God. This was sent in by Tommy Walk, Greg O'Grady, and Macho Savage. Now we've heard a couple clips in the past where Brian Alvarez isn't afraid to say when he doesn't understand something in AEW or it doesn't make sense. We we've had, you know, snippets of that in the past. Well, he really doesn't understand what's going on with this three-way match that they're having. They probably had it by the time this comes out. So he asked Meltzer about it. And then they, they have the win here, Penta over Trent. And then they just have this wild brawl as the show ends. And they announce next week, it's Penta Moxley and Trent in a three-way. I don't have any idea what's going on with this this well, that's, story that's, here. I mean, I do. I mean, it's like they, they want to do a match and they don't want to beat Penta, you know, and obviously. Um, what's the story? The story is, is that these three teams had a match and now, you know, one guy from each team is in a rematch. That's the story for the main event of this Dynamite and next week's. That's not a story. Yeah, it is. It's like they brawled afterwards, so they're going to bring it back. And those three were the ones that were. The See, the, stop it right there. This is where we have an issue. Meltzer truly believes that's a story. We hear this. Bro, how many times have we heard Meltzer say there are great stories in AEW? The problem is he's the only one seeing them. His his own co-host doesn't see it. But see, that's the thing, bro. that's, That's what I was telling you earlier, Jeff. They believe he believes, okay, bro, these three teams had a match, and now each member of the team is going to be in a three-way. That's a story. 
He believes that. He honestly believes that, bro. Well, we had that clip of Tony Khan. I don't remember when it was, but he was talking about there was no buildup to somebody asked him about there not being a buildup to a match. And he's like, well, the buildup was they were supposed to have a match a year ago. And now this guy's been winning matches. And like, that's not story, just having matches and then having other matches. That's not, and Alvarez is right. That's not a story. Yeah. They were brawling with each other and they're going to go and do a singles three way. What does this have to do with anything? I don't know. I don't know where they're going. That's my question. Well, well, we're not. How did this start? Well, it started with it started with this match, and now it's going to this. And where is it going? It's like in theory, we will find out where it's. How how am I supposed to know where it's going? Because I don't know where it's going. You know. Well, usually when they start these stories, like you can see what's going on, or why it started, or why the match was signed, or whatever. I don't know why this match was signed. The first three way. And then we just got another three-way. And yeah. then, like, what does Orange Cassidy have to do with this? And, like, Orange what's Cassidy, going on? Orange Cassidy and Moxley are going to do a match. Well, at I mean, some we know, point, we know, yeah. We know that for I the mean, international title. And I think Moxley's probably going to win the title because Orange has held it for so long. But, um, you know, so maybe this is something where, you know, you're doing something. Maybe it's to build up Moxley winning to get a shot. God, at bro, George. if if you if you've got to reach this far, I mean, th- this is painful to listen to because this is his own co-host saying, "Bro, this doesn't make any sense. There's no story," and Dave's like just reaching and reaching, and the more he's trying to reach, the more he's literally grasping at air. Yeah, the simple fact that Alvarez doesn't know why the match is taking place. Cause that's always the first thing. Why is the match happening? Right. Even if it's a stupid ass reason, you give a reason, right? He's like, there's not even a reason why this match is taking place. And Meltzer's answer is, well, because they were in a three-way team match. So now they're taking one person from each team and they're going to do a singles three-way, but that still doesn't make sense. He's like, I, and he doesn't even understand why the first three way took place because there was no reason for that. It's yeah. just having matches for the sake of having matches. Yeah. All right, Jeff. What's going on in your world? Not too much. If you guys would like to submit clips for this show, you do so to me. The only place I take submissions is to Jeff Lane's email at gmail.com. If you submit tweets, please include both a link and a screenshot. That's important because a lot of people delete these stupid tweets and we've had that in the past where there was no screenshot so link and screenshot please and if you send in audio and video you can make them around 30 seconds to a minute keep them in context uh mp3s mp4s jeff lane's email at gmail.com and guys remember check out patreon bro hey ma look we're doing a show in the basement the new show that's sweeping the nation. Everybody seems to love this show, bro. We could really zero in on one target. Check it out, bro. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC starting at 75 cents a week. That is it, everybody. For me and Jerry, we'll see you next week.